time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. I ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your veins. And I put that on my name. Episode 68 of the Truth in Different Podcast, and it is your boy Barry Blanco Jr. Mm. And it's your boy Wu. Um, back in the building once again, back in my seat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, we are here putting that brand new flavor in your ear. Every, every, every. Like I said, man, we here. And for anybody, disclaimer, disclaimer. If y'all, if y'all hear any noise in the background, we got L Boogie in the building. Yeah, we got Baby Boogie. Um, and so disclaimer, if y'all hear that, you feel me? Coca Melon, some Little Angels, or something like that popping off. Y'all got kids. Y'all know y'all got, right. Don't sweat the technique. <laughs> Don't sweat the technique, guys. Facts. Man, but it's a new week, new beginnings, new life, accountabilities. Yeah. Standing on your own, too, and knowing it falls at your feet. Yeah, that's true. The part of life I respect is when you know it falls at your feet. And you can look in the mirror and be like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the part of the, that's the part of life I respect. More than people know is to be able to look at look at life and be like, I was wrong. Yeah. I love it. Cause you know, you know what you know how you know it takes it takes a stronger division to actually admit they was wrong about something. You know, most people they gonna lie. True. No, no I wasn't wrong. Right. Cause you know how they equate it. I wasn't wrong in the moment. I was wrong for how, like, you know, they start making a whole bunch of other words, and I was wrong for my feelings. Yeah. No. No. I was wrong about everything. Right. Like, that's the... At the end of the day, you were wrong. There we go. That part. You was wrong. It's that part. It's that... No, I was wrong. Yeah. There's no, I was wrong about this. No, I was wrong. No, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I respect that. That's a man right there. Yeah. That's a woman right there. Mm-hmm. That's a trans right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I was, <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. And I love, I, I actually love that saying because most people look at it and be like, so what were you wrong about? Mm-hmm. I don't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you told me recently, like, you said I was wrong. I didn't even ask you on what. Mm-hmm. All I said was like, Mm-hmm. Like it was just, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need to ask you for what. Yeah. You know what you was wrong about. I don't need to ask you for what. Yeah. I, shit, that took some, took some cojones. True. People don't, I don't think people got cojones. If they do, they ain't made out of brass. They <laughs> sure ain't. They sure ain't. Made out of gummy bird goods. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I ain't with it, dog. I'm not with it. That's what I love about life. Life uh, life is about lessons. And God is real. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, he is. So, I, I say that to lead us into the conversation we have in this week. Well, you're leading the conversation we're having this week. Yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Uh... But before the I was wrong, I get there. I'm going to bring it back on the lighter note. Your boy had a birthday. Went from 33 to 34. Walter Payton. Trey Foe in the building. Um, and my 33rd year was a beautiful. It was a great year. You know. But I don't know. I always knew something was going to happen. Go down in my 33rd year of living. I always knew something was going to happen. You know what? The, about 33, man. Like, because I'm still 33 myself. And this, this 33rd year has been like a life of just, uh, just a turmoil. I ain't going to say a turmoil, but just like peaks and valleys. Like highs, lows, and just like. You know how you can. You try to basically play chess with your own life, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> And so, like, one step this way or one step to the other way can just, like, change your whole trajectory for the year. Yeah. And you be like, 
Sometimes you look at me and be like, damn. <laughs> Why I do that? Yeah. But it's... You have to go to... Sometimes you got to go to that move to see, like, can I get can I get my ass still to where I'm heading to if yeah. I take this route? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can. Sometimes, sometimes you can't. can. <laughs> <laughs> That's the look of the draw, man. But you have to be able to admit this. So, like you said, your 33rd year is like... You went through, you went through shit. You went through great shit, good shit, yeah. bad shit. Like, but it's like it's a year. It's a comp. Your, like, but I ain't never had that. Like, I mean, real peaks and valleys. Yes. Like <clears throat> from getting married to <laughs> to going through hell. Like on some real stuff. Peaks and valleys. Like it ain't never been that far apart. Cause you know what I'm saying I'm the type I be plateauing. And I keep it around the same range. I don't let it go big one way or one way or the other. But God had other players apparently. So see, that's that's what I mean. It's like peaks and valleys of life because you play chess, and it's like God show you sometimes. It's like, oh, you think you in control? Yeah. No, I am in control. Yeah. Nipsey also said the best. He said, "He said I thought I was playing chess, but it was really God's grace." Well, no, he's yeah. He said something like that. Like I thought I was making chess moves, but it was really God's grace. See, so that's dope. You that's, said chess too many times. I had to go ahead and bring it up. <laughs> I, you know, it's the crazy part about. It. I hear people talking about, uh, "You don't play. You're playing checkers." Well, I'm playing chess, yeah. and I'm gonna be honest, super honest, very honest. I've never played chess in my fucking life. Yeah. Never. I'm still trying to learn. I got the app and everything. I'll be getting my head bust on easy. Like, I've never, i never played chess. But it's, I got a chess board at the house that I can sit up. It's like, it's like childish. It got the, it got the, um, the yeah. things on the back. Like, what moves you can make with it yeah. and all that stuff. I just. But I ain't sat down to play it yet. Good. They, my understanding, they say that's the thinking, quote unquote. They say it's a thinkers man game, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a thinker. And I'm, that's, yeah. that's what, hey, guys, let's be clear. I'm I'm not a dumbass. Yeah. I'm, I just, sometimes you have to be patient. And I feel like for me at this point, in this point of juncture in my life, it's like I'm growing patient. I'm growing to be more patient because I feel like I don't be having patience with nothing low key to yeah. a certain extent. And I feel like it goes back to uh I forgot I can't think of the episode. You said what you basically what you able to give mm-hmm. uh expect you should expect it from other Yeah, like, I said what you what you want to receive, you gotta yeah. be able to give. Yeah. I ain't giving people I don't give people patience. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't give people patience, so it's like how I'm able to give a person patience. If I'm not even patient with my own self. Yeah, how you expect people to be patient with you? Yeah, I don't even get it to nobody else. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... I'm Damn, gonna... you're not even patient for your own self. Yeah, I'm not. Like, I'll be, <laughs> like, like, be looking at stuff sometime and I'll be like, hell, you didn't do this earlier. Like, I'm not patient with myself. Like, dude, there's time for that. But yeah. I've been thinking, like, you know, sometimes... I'm, I'm being very honest right here. Like... I be thinking... I, in my head, I have a biological clock. You know how they say women have biological clocks? Mm-hmm. I be having biological clock in my head like, boy, you ain't did shit. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> like, that's the thing I be thinking in my head and I be like, no, bruh, chill, for real. Yeah. But you think of, because you see like, um, you see people you see people dying mm-hmm. randomly, you see people like, just tragic stuff be happening and you got to realize, if, when it's your time, it's going to be your time. Yeah. Don't put that biological clock in your head Cause next thing you know, the clock be ticking and dicking on you. Mm-hmm. Don't even worry about the clock. Yeah. Shut the clock off sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's an unneeded pressure. It's an unneeded it's pressure. A, like, I be pressuring myself to like, no, you have to do this. And then if you do this, this, like, yeah. I, I be thinking so far ahead sometimes to where yeah. I'm like, you miss step. I be missing steps. Yeah. Not realizing, why are you thinking right there? You ain't nowhere, you ain't even made it to the middle yet. Yeah. You, right, you stay right here, boy. Mm-hmm. Stay right here in this box and start knocking them down. Slowly but surely, start knocking them down. Yeah. It's avenues, it's adventures. Like, but what I love is that when it come to chess, it's like you can play chess two ways. And um, and But the way most people, when they use that statement, like I'm playing chess, not checkers, they using it to the point where they manipulating I, everything I, around I, them I to get. Yep. 
what they want. But yeah. there is a chess player that is just like no matter what you do, I know I got to move for that. It's not like, oh, I got to get you set up so I can do exactly what I want to do. It's like no matter what you do, it's fine. I got to move for that. It's cool. Like whatever you want. If you're going to play chess with anybody, play chess with yourself. Yeah. You know, but that's the part on like, that's the part of when people say chess, what they really trying to do is manipulate yeah, that's, that's... everything around them. And um, and that's, you can't, uh, that's tiresome. Yes. Cause... And, it, and then at the same time, there's too many variables. There's way too many variables, but you, if you're the only variable, you got, you know. You kind of good. Yeah, you kind of good. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of good. So, but that's one thing about chess. You know, I like, you know, and I dislike how people use it. And um, I remember, boy, I went in. I went in on the church. I went in on yeah. religion. And I'm still standing on that, what I said about, like, the church itself and what I said about all these religious sects and orders and all these different religions. I'm still standing on that. Um, But I had a real encounter with God, like with Jesus, like in the Holy Spirit, you know, and I learn the difference in them and the problem is that most people instead of really getting to know God getting to know who Jesus is and what he done and understanding the Holy Spirit for the person that he is is that most people want to they want to equate it to the physical you know church and this and that and um, but it goes beyond that and it sounds complicated, but the truth is, it's, it's more, it's simpler. It's more simple. Explain. Um. So it's like, it's like what you see. See, so people think. How can I put it this way? It's like people be praying, okay, and they pray for certain stuff, but. They want to see it like in the physical, like what they want to see exactly what they pray for show up in the physical, exactly how they want it to show up. And that's not really how prayer works. It can it can work that way. But it's like it's like if somebody praying for something that's really not good for them, you're not going to get that. Or oh, hold on, because you know it says in the Bible, it says I will give you the desires of your heart. But the, but it also says that the heart is also wicked. Of course, so yes, I'm going to give you the desires mm-hmm. of your heart. You, you've been praying for you, like you know people. People, I say people take prayers and put it, and they do it as they they switch the titles. Mm-hmm. They they change prayers to manifestations, mm-hmm. and I and we talked about that. We mm-hmm. talked about people who want prayers to be manifestations, but they want it quicker. Mm-hmm. They want it like microwave, like oh, I've been praying, I've been I've been manifesting for this person for like a week. Mm-hmm. And then they, this person, quote unquote, finally came back, or I've been praying for a car or something, anything, whatever mm-hmm. manifestation. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the desires of your heart, regardless if if it's good or not. Yeah. Because you, what you, because nine times when I hear that, I'm gonna give you the desires of your heart. That means basically you're gonna keep asking for something, and you're gonna do it instead of basically leaving it in my hands. You're gonna take it away from me and do your own thing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So you, yeah, you want the desire of your heart, but you're not going to fully, fully, I would give you the, I, I'm not going to fully give it to you because I know you're going to play with it. Yeah. And I feel like people play with too, people. Yeah. People play too much. I don't know. But I think that Bible verse was more so, was more so meant, and one thing we talked about, like, on the phone is, like, it's hard to have a clean heart. And I I feel like when that verse was, Whenever that verse was said, God was referring to the people who have like a pure heart, like who don't have ulterior motives and stuff. I feel like he was talking to them. I'll give you your desires of the heart, but it comes along with something else. But you got to do something. It's more to that verse. 
Yes, that's it's I, more than that verse. I, that's the part I'm talking. That part because I feel like people take they take the piece of that verse and run with it. It's it, more to that verse. It's way more like almost in the. It's another verse um, that people people take that part and run with it. It's um, under thy mother and thy father. Mm-hmm. That's the only verse parents will use. What's the and I be my daddy used that on me right. Mm-hmm. I he got pissed when I said what's the rest of that verse. Yeah. Don't tempt. Yeah, don't I, tempt them to wrath. Yeah, it's another part to that. That's a, it's another part to that verse, dog. Yeah, then, it's another part to that verse. So quit, quit taking that part. Quit. I've always quit taking this part of a verse of a Bible, and instead of just going through the whole thing. Uh, was Cruflo Dollar said? <laughs> Cruflo Dollar said the reason why you can't do that. He said, "If you take a verse out of the context, then you left with the con." You know, speaking of Creflo Dollar, mm-hmm. don't you know he a junior? Really? Yes. Hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, he. Yeah, he did some good preaching on tithing and broke that stuff down. Yeah, he's a junior. Hmm. I was like, his real name is really Creflo. Creflo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think it might be a little worse. I think I think he like <laughs> shortened it. Shortened. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Made a nickname out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made a nickname out yeah, of it. Yeah, junior. But I, I like. I honestly like how that happens. Um, I don't like how. I mean, excuse me. Let me refrain from that. Um, I don't like how people take mix, take something from the Bible, then use it and not f- go full context. Like, yeah. Like you just use it for your own convictions, mm-hmm. your own, like shut up. Yeah. Like, and I don't want to sound like horrible, but anytime I hear somebody used to use basically a context wrong, I'd be like, man, gosh, please strike them down. Because <laughs> like, I know you over here jiving. Yeah, but see, that's like how some of these pastors out here playing chess that way, manipulating people <laughs> instead of really having, like, Instead of really just having answers to your questions, they try to tell you what to do beforehand. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. And um, let's see, what's another thing I was, well, really where I was wrong was when I was start dealing with like them crystals and stuff like that. Okay, and I found out the truth about that. The truth about that, is that that works. But the real truth is you're dealing with demons. You're not dealing with God. You're not dealing with Jesus. You're not dealing with the Holy Spirit. You're not You're not dealing with angels. You're not. For the most part, you're dealing with fallen angels. With spirits? Yes. Like the ones that got kicked out with Lucifer. That's what you're dealing with. And, um, and they're real deceitful. And, uh, but see, at the end of the day, like they, them folks is out there. They they getting their tops played on, respectfully, and um, they getting their tops played on because it is real and it is showing up. But God will pull up and show you He way realer, way stronger. He's just way more than what they have to offer. They just play on your top because they give you what you want right now, and then they they gonna take something from your ass later. It's like they put you in debt to a certain extent. Yeah. And they come to collect. Everything comes to collect. They come to collect. The, um, the bad man always comes to collect the bookie. Yeah. You want something from that bookie, right? Mm-hmm. He, he gave you something. You kept going into debt. Yeah. Now it's time to come break your leg. <laughs> now it's time to come break a finger. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. Like in life, uh, who is it? Claude, he kept gambling. So yeah. he he got his first job, he got his first job, and, and they pulled. And he thought he was about to go to the restroom. Yeah. Mm. Twenty-two dollars. Twenty-two dollars. Yeah. So um. I say every even guy he comes to collect. Yeah. Every, like good like I feel like um. Well, that's the thing about God. God. God loves you and he he gives he gives he really does give freely. Yeah, of course. But he won't let you manipulate him. He won't he won't let you manipulate him. 
You manipulate yourself before you manipulate mm-hmm. God. Yeah, God won't let you manipulate him. This and I feel I've always said this. I speak about this. People think I'm crazy when I say this. The um, us having free will is a gift and a curse. It is, but see, that's yeah. People say I'm. People don't call me crazy for this. They be like, "How is it a curse?" Yeah. How is it a curse? Yeah, because you can get tricked into saying, "No, nah, I ain't rocking with that. I'm rocking with this." That's your free will. That's your free will to go over there. That's you your- know. That's your free will to go over there, but, you know, it's just amazing how, like, when I was doing that stuff, it was like push come to shove, and God really, he got my attention, and he snatched me out of it. It's like, nah, you're mine. You've been mine for a long time, and you know it. Okay. Um, Repeat that part again, because I heard it, and it's a part I want to say. It's like, um, what you say? You said God... Say it, Clyde. Hmm? Say what you just said. Say it again. I said, God, He snatched me out when I was dealing. Um, he snatched me out of it when I was dealing with that stuff, and He really got my attention um, because He was, you know, He know I belong to God. He know I belong to Him, and I've been knowing it for a long time. He's like, "What you doing? What you doing, right? Yeah. Okay. People equate. People take that right." And they'd be like, God, they'll hear that. Mm-hmm. Hear that and they'll run with it somewhere else. You yeah. didn't. You was like, oh, I know who this is from. Yeah, yeah. I know the who. Because, you know, people be like, is that God or is that me? Or is that something? Mm-hmm. Like, they. No, yeah, yeah. You, you knew exactly who that was from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Because most people that run with it, they'll say, oh, no, that's not from God. It's from somebody else. Yeah. Or it's like. Like I, 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 one thing I respect is you didn't fold when it when when yeah no when it was at your front door you didn't fold. Like it's um, it's different when you really get in a bind, um, to the point to where can't nobody but God help you. Like it ain't nothing you can do. Now that hit different. That hit different. Yeah, cause you, cause here's the plan. You start looking for answers, and you got questions. And then when you down, like when you like in a box or in a bind or just silent, the only person, you, the only person that can get you out of that is God. Nobody else, nobody, nothing is but truly God. And it's, yeah, and it's crazy to me because like I've been in this, I've been in that situation where it's like I'm asking for answers, I'm crying, I'm on yeah. my knees praying. Like, I'm doing everything, reading, reading reading his word and everything, and the only person that can get me, like, out of my rut mm-hmm. or my life, in a sense, was and let me know, like, no, do this. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. Like, they said, basically, follow God, he'll guide your steps. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but, mm-hmm. but that's kind of in the yeah. same country. It's like the steps of a good man to order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, I really ran into a situation where it wasn't nobody but God. Oh, no, you can't handle Yeah, you can No, like, but God, like, call you. Doctors don't know what's going on. Pastors say they can't help you. All these other folks claiming they can, you know, heal the sick and cast out demons and stuff. They can't help. You know, so um, what you just said, like, uh, my brother, uh, he used to sing this song in church, right? He couldn't sing. And in the song, he was like, he healed the sick, raised the dead, 5,000 souls, the same he fed. Mm-hmm. There's no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do it for you. Yeah. My God can't do anything. True. It is true. It's true. Like facts, I just it's just that like your your faith is what allows God to do it, not just you know just hoping and wishing or or nothing like that. Okay. Like yo, you really gotta put have faith in God enough to really put it in His hand. Yeah, and leave it in His hands and leave it there. Only thing you need to do is keep praying about it. My grandma used and to And take your mouth off it My grandma always Oh Let me shut the hell up dear. Mm-hmm 
No, that's not what I meant. Go ahead. No, because that that last part is people would like. Hold on, before I get to that part, my grandma always used to say, "Leave it in God's hand." Like if you put something in God's hand, leave it in God's hands. Yeah. And basically, the part you just said is keep your mouth off of it. Mm-hmm. People put something in God. Just say, "Yo." You dealing with a person, right? Yeah. Um, and you like God. I'm, I'm not. I'm not this type of person. I'm leaving in your hands. But every time you're around somebody, right? You're bashing that person. Uh-huh. You're critiquing that person. You don't mm-hmm. know what this person do, but you're always your mouth is always on that person. Mm-hmm. Why is God for the bless you? We always talking shit about this person. Yeah. Why God for the you ain't really left it alone. You ain't left it alone, dog. Like, what is you really out here trying to do? What? Exactly. What are you trying to do? What are you, like you say, you love this. You say you uh, want this person. I love this. I can say won't, but you say you love this person. Why are you bashing this person? Yeah. You, you ain't healed from this. Yeah. You're not even healing. Yeah. True. Well, leave this person alone. True. Like, and that's that's even when you basically take your mouth off of it. This, and then about the part about the faith, right? Mm-hmm. People think just having faith and believing in God is enough. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta prove your faith. Like the way you walk, the way you talk, what you do. Like you gotta prove, like you gotta prove that everything you have to prove, dog. Like it's your job, you have to prove something. Like, and I think what throw people out from religion and um, and church is that they speak of like this blind. You know, when you not when you. Your faith is not blind because you have the, the Holy Spirit is there guiding you. Like, so you just not blindly believe in, in this and that. Like, them the ones that, they, that, that lose their mind. You know, that blindly believe in the, is that's not really guided by, like, the Holy Spirit. Don't believe in what Jesus really did. Half the people don't even believe Jesus was really real. And then another thing I want to take back, I said the Bible was full of spells. The truth is the Bible is full of promises. It's full of God's promises to you. Basically, it's God's promises to everyone. But some people haven't chosen him. And it's the ones that get chastised is the one that chose him and then quote unquote backslide or go back to the world. Those are the ones that get chastised. But the ones who never chose them, never really believed in them for real, they don't get they don't get chastised like that. But it's like you know better. Cause if you know better, you'll do better, and you doing wrong, and you know better. Now I gotta get you. But other than that, like I feel like now the um. Older people always say this. I know you hear people say, um, we're in our last days, right? Mm-hmm. We're in our last days. I've been hearing people, I've been hearing older people say that for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been hearing it all my life, right? And I'm, and it, for a while, I was like, we ain't in our last damn days. Y'all crazy. <laughs> like, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all crazy. Y'all wilding or whatever. But the older I get, I, I'm starting to see what they, what they mean. They were seeing the moral decay of their time. Damn. And when the moral, when, yeah, when it starts to morally decay in the road and all of that stuff, that's, oh, we're in the last days, we're in the last days. Because people don't. But, like, yeah, for them, this they last days. But, like, now our last days is even worse than their, quote, unquote, what they call the last days. Because what they're seeing is, they, they had the foresight to see, like, Oh, it's gonna get worse before mm-hmm. it gets better. Yeah, it's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. They didn't. I don't, some people didn't pass older people, but now they're seeing like what I seen when I was younger, and what I see now that I'm like ninety, yeah. or just say when they was like thirty. Yeah. And now to when they're ninety, they like imagine the shit we seen from the age of ten to thirty three, like how much stuff done changed and all that. Just in all, you know that. Not even in how I look at it, people look at it like, well, technology, technology or prices. I'm not looking at. I'm, I'm looking not at, looking at. That. I'm looking at people. Yeah, how people yeah. done changed. How people morally, mm-hmm. people have, like morally, people done changed. Moral, basically, people integrities done changed. Mm-hmm. People don't even believe in God no more. They they rather manifest now. Mm-hmm. Not be like, I thought I would. But I thought I'd never see the day where people 
don't even pray no more. They'll manifest. Yeah. I'd be like, I thought I would never see that. I thought I would always see people praying, whether it's whether it's Allah, Buddha, mm-hmm. um, wherever, whatever you believe in. I didn't think I was going to be. Now people, oh my gosh, the universe done sent me this. Like, yeah. the universe? No, God did. The universe. What universe we live like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like like the universe. Yeah, but that but that that stuff is real. It's real, but it's it's not the it's not the truth. It's not it's not the real truth. It's not the real truth. But people want stuff so fast. People want to be. People want everything. This like mm-hmm. like. I remember, you know, there was a time people people didn't didn't use the microwave. Mm-hmm. They they used the oven. Yeah, they were like, I don't want them whatever yeah. eating up my food. And then one day, I actually, I actually tried out that theory, right? I actually heated, I actually heated some food up in the oven, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? It actually stayed warmer longer mm-hmm. than actually in the microwave. And it didn't just demolish the food. It still kind of kept its integrity and stuff. It's, that's people. Yeah. To me, that's people. Yeah. When you using like when you're using the universe and everything, like you're not who you are. Mm-hmm. But when you like you, you're you're the microwave. Yeah. When you using the universe and crystals and ruby beads and all that, right? Yeah, yeah. When you use the oven, that's God to me. Yeah, yeah. You, you're storing basically what it's supposed to be. He's heating yeah, yeah. and warming you up internally. Yeah, yeah. Not just outwardly. Mm-hmm. When you're warm in the inside. And the reason why I say it's just so it's so deceitful because I was tricked into believing I was becoming a better person. You know, on the outside, it's like I was becoming a better person, but my soul and my spirit was going to going to hell. Respectfully. But I, you know, in the crazy part about in the midst of you actually going through that, you were still a good person. Like you still I had, do, like I think that's why, that's why when I say God knew that I already given my life to Him and I belong to Him, it was like I'm I'm not gonna let you go too far away from the house. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you stay. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna let you go, especially if you're not intentionally just trying to run away from home. Like you know, if you're not intentionally just trying to run away from home. Tight, but I'm not gonna let you far too far away from the house. You start getting too far away from the house, th- them street lights is on, my boy. God, please forgive me for about to say. It's fine. <laughs> please forgive me, but how he made it seem, God, I have to say this because it's on my heart to say this. You, you made it seem like God was like a delusional wench, right? <laughs> he know where home is. He know where home is. <laughs> like, you know what I'm like, but that delusional one that got the power to snatch you back up. Respectfully, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, like he, yeah. How he made it sounds like yeah. He know when, where the, home. when the wife and the girlfriend start beefing, he know where home is. <laughs> like that's and but no, like that's real stuff. Like you knew where home was. Yeah. You know where your heart belonged to. Like, it was mm-hmm. to God, not to no beads and not to no... Yeah, no, yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how I just heard it. <laughs> no, I ain't got... Well, I just... I and then another thing I think that... Because a lot of people, they... Like, you're supposed to equate, you know, God with, like, church and stuff like that. You're supposed to. All right. But how can I say this? But it wasn't it wasn't God that hurt you. It was them folks you was dealing with at that church or in that religion over there. It wasn't it wasn't God that hurt you. So don't let what happened to you at church or how them church people did you or nothing like that. Don't let that affect the way you see God, and don't let that affect your relationship. Respectfully. With God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Respectfully. And I think that's what, yeah, I think that's what happened to a lot of people, you know. Yeah. People run, um, people, people will blame God when it's actually, but how they look at it, they be like, well, this supposed to be God's people, and God's people did me like this, rather than taking away from 
people have their own right personal objectives. People have their own yeah. personal problems. Like but, people are still people. Yes, people. Like pe- people are still people. You know. You know what? You know what I? You know what I call people? Yeah. Flawed individuals. Yeah. They are all of them. Everybody is. Just nobody's perfect. From the pastor, like yeah. Nobody's perfect. There was only. I always say this. There was only one perfect man. Yeah. Threw him up on the cross. Yeah. Well, he went to the cross. They threw him up on the cross. <laughs> he gave his life. His life wasn't took. He gave it up. They was gonna do it regardless. I just felt like they was gonna do him. They was like, oh no, we gotta get you gone, boy. Yeah. But you know why? They was doing religious folk. That's why I say I like religion. I think I say religion basically is more so of a. It's not good. Yeah, like I said, I still stand by that old podcast. Yeah. But I said, like regarding the church, when I brought up all the different Low-key religions, dude, we, he talking about episode that's probably like just we weren't even in double digits yet. Yeah, this it was a long time ago. We like sixty eight episodes in, so this is like really yeah. early. In the emphasis, but stage. I still, I still stand on that. I still stand on that part. But I've, like, I've had come in and grow my relationship with the Lord for real. Relationships over religion. Hmm. Relationships over religion. Every time. Like, I, I feel like so many people. That's why there's a difference between the church and mm-hmm. church. Too. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. Like, there's a totally difference. You're just going to basically the church mm-hmm. to me in church. The church is like they you, call that religious dogma. Yeah, like like people who oh, got to go to church, God, but you're not getting nothing out of it. You're you're wasting people's time. Yeah, you gotta, gotta going go. to going to church, going to the church. Yeah, you're not like just being in this place. But some places that are really filled with the Holy Spirit, that it just feels better to be there. But a lot of these pop up churches, they not rocking like that. They're not rocking like that. To me, I should never put like this. I haven't been, and I haven't been in a multitude of churches, right? Mm-hmm. There's some churches that I walk in and I walk out the same. Mm-hmm. Some churches I walk in a certain way, I walk out totally different. Mm-hmm. And put like this, I and I will actually listen, and I actually listen to the pastor both ways, right? That message might not have been for me, but what was happening inside the building mm-hmm. made me change. Yeah, yeah. When I was leaving out. Yeah. Because that message wasn't for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I took beats and pieces, but it, it, that message might have been for me with the with the pastor yeah. was preaching. But you understand it, like, but you get it, like, if you know it's the truth. Yeah, that's what it I It just mean. might not have been for you, but if you know it's the truth, yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, I heard a bunch of pastors preach a bunch of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Bunch of preachers preach a bunch of stuff. Do I do I take what they say and use it in my own life? To a certain extent, yeah, I put it in my own ways. And mm-hmm. Like, most of the time when I speak about something, I'm speaking from experience, but still some, oh, I heard you just said it this way. I can put that in my own words. Mm-hmm. Put it in my own life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this, like anybody, I've never disrespected God ever. Yeah. I never disrespected, like, you know what I'm saying, nothing of when it comes to, like, Christian, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. God himself, I've never disrespected him like that. Yeah. I might joke around, but then I instantly, like, God, please forgive me. Like, I, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, hey, 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 don't play around with that. Yeah, yeah. I know people that be going, they play church to me. And I, I, I say this, to me, you're playing church. Yeah. Quit playing church because you're not doing nothing with it. You're not yeah. receiving nothing. You're just doing it out of, um, what's that word? Well, you routine. Yeah, yeah. You're doing it for a routine. Yeah. Well, on Wednesdays, I know I gotta go to Bible study. But then, okay. But so this is the thing. Um, when you see that, like the truth is, when you see that, like you really shouldn't care. Like what I've come to understand, when you see people like that, you need to pray for them because it's like they right wrong. So you just, you really just need to pray for me. You you shouldn't judge them, you know. Like you, there's no reason for you to try to condemn nobody or no nothing like that. But like you only understand that once, like once you understand that you're building your relationship with God. If you can give that same type of grace 
that to understand somebody else is building that relationship with God, whether they become stagnant or whatever, but they still building that relationship with God and know God is still working on them as he's working on you. That stuff not going to bother you no more because your relationship to God, we got, ain't got nothing to do with me and mine. Respectfully. So how can I, it, like this, I don't care. But, and then say, but I'm not, but see the bad part is that it's, but I can see where you can get pissed off is because that's when, especially if they start, if they really own some leadership and they leading people like astray, then that's when you can, I see where you can get messed up. That's like, you can get pissed about that. Oh, I get pissed. Like I really get pissed because how I look at it, when you say leadership, I look at it, I take it to pastors, right? Mm -hmm. If I know, if, if I could, if I sit in this pool pit, if you sit in that pool pit, I'm looking at you and I know. You just up here, pre you're not you're not preaching. You just up here reading off some words and stuff like that. You're not you. What you about to do outside this church? I remember when preachers didn't preach with tablets. I remember when they really used to flip through their Bible from one verse to the next verse to the next verse. I remember that part. Like to me, how I look at it, you're a leader. You're, you're supposed to be a leader. I should not see you in these same in these same areas. I mean, but see, that's that's the hardest part about. I think that's the hardest part about being a preacher is is having to deliver every Sunday. Deliver. Every you Sunday. have to deliver every Sunday in something different. That's why, like the older pastors, like they wisdom and stuff like that is is, is ridiculous. But then at the same time, you have the younger pastors who are just on fire and getting. A whole bunch of revelation, and it's like smacking them in the face, and they can get it out, get it out, get it out. You know, you but I think it always it comes a time where, you know, God will give you a whole bulk of of revelation about stuff, and then He give you a chance to live that out. You know, it, He give you time to level up. It, it I can always tell when somebody, I, I no. Time will always reveal when a person is basically um, a pastor, per se, when he's not living right. Mm -hmm. right? A scandal always comes out. Mm -hmm. And then, like... And the crazy part about it, that scandal been going on for a long time. That's God's grace, trying to tell them, I'm giving you a chance to fix this. But they just keep on doing it. Keep doing it, because I ain't going to get caught. That's what you call iniquity, when you keep doing that on purpose and you know it's wrong. Mm. Yeah, that's what iniquity is. Sin is like a mess up. Iniquity is you know you ain't supposed to be doing it, and you keep doing it anyway, thinking ain't nothing to happen. Ain't that insanity? <laughs> um, no, no, not really. No, it's the part about you think ain't nothing gonna happen, but something does happen. <laughs> to me, that's insanity. But you, oh yeah, yeah. I think it comes down to the uh, you, you. When we talk, okay, let me break it down to you this way: the whole conversation we had on exposure. Why? Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's really not up to you to expose people. God expose people respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like people need to quit. Yeah, like it's like on that exposure stuff. But, uh, and I just want to say, like, anybody that, like, and I need to tell everybody, like, you need to read your Bible every day. Like, even if you just got to push through a chapter. And believe me, in Genesis, I know it's hard. I be skipping over a whole lot of them names. Because I can't say most of them. But, um, like, that's what they mean by spending time with the Lord. Prayer, that, that's two ways you exercise your faith and you build your faith. It's by spending time with the Lord. That is still in like reading your Bible, you know, and praying. Not just really asking for stuff, but like most people just don't have conversations with God. Like just, but it got to be, got to be in the name of Jesus Christ. Because when you pray in the name of Jesus Christ, he see you as his son. Like you going like through Jesus Christ. That's how God is gonna receive it, like it's coming from the real, like the real Jesus Christ. You get what I'm saying? So I was misconstrued about that when I said that 
well, why can't I, can't I have a straight line to God? Like, I can talk to God myself. I can't. I'm not worthy. But through his son, he can hear me. I think the reason why people truly don't have, like, actual conversations with God, and this is just me being my own personal thinking, because if I have a conversation with you, you will directly answer something back. Mm-hmm. Directly. Mm-hmm. I'll hear your voice and I know you're answering it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you talk to God, it's not going to be as direct as people would like it. No, it's not. And I think that's the point. And part. he answers different people different ways. Yeah. And I feel like that's what people, that's what people like. I ain't going to say hate, but that's the part they dislike. Well, that's, I'm going to keep it a book. I got impatient. That's one way I became impatient is because like, it's people out there, like my wife, she can hear, like she can hear the Holy Spirit's voice. Like, she can hear it. I'm one of the ones, like, I just see God moving. Like, I just see God, like, when stuff happens, I just see him moving. I'm one of those. I don't necessarily just hear his voice. Right. And a part of me was, uh, I don't know, I was feeling like like I was, uh, like, unworthy, like, and you know, on some, like, why won't you say something? You know, like, I was getting frustrated. It was like, you see all of this. Like, you know I'm here. Stop tweaking. <laughs> Stop tweaking. You know what I'm saying? This, let's see, man. We just, I don't know. And I've been having praise break after praise break, for real. And I think another thing that people don't understand is like the difference between dealing with demons and dealing with like, and dealing with strongholds. Like, and breaking strongholds is way different than, you know. Snatching, you know, getting a getting a demon out of somebody, but breaking strongholds is way harder and it takes way more time. And way more time is like when they say like generational curses and stuff like that. That takes a long time to break. That does not happen overnight. No, I think people think generational. I think people when people think say generational curses to me they always think that, to me anytime I hear somebody say generational curses it's always about money yeah I'm like okay. yeah I'm like but it's way more other stuff too yeah but I know what we finna break <laughs> finna break these socials alright um yeah. I, I go first okay. I, I, I fucked up I, I, I fucked up earlier <laughs> this, this is a re-record Well, I was just gonna have my moment. Yeah, this is a re- this is a re-record. Um, you can find you can find your boy on Twitter, man. Um, Deshaun underscore nine hundred three. Um, above that, you're gonna see NG, and it stands for niggas gonna need. And this your boy Woo. Um, catch you on YouTube and everything Woo. Um, on the blog WooNation.wordpress.com. And also, my TikTok at Lakeport Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go run it up. Just know God is good and he loves you. He waiting for you to bring your black ass back home. And this was episode 68 of the Truth A Different Podcast. You don't know what I've been through Let me share my story with you All the things that he brought me through My stormy days and my rainy days You don't know all the tears I've cried The things I've kept Bottled up inside Trying My best to be strong Waiting on God And holding on
Just don't know. Just...